You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best at the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The rat. <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. It's time for a TF52 flashback. Look, sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh, yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened, you know, in the past. All right, well, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. well, before hey. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? <laughs> That's going to end up with the FBI visiting his house. <laughs> exactly. I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country, and but I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a fight club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a fight club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, I, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no. What, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation that's done it? Eighteenth, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might be I right. I think it's it seventeen already. The 18th, it would be the eighteenth state, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what the have, hell? Which makes no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be, go ahead. That would that would be the eighteenth state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. Yes, of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal oh, yeah, in their that. state. <laughs> Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. Like and we do. Time time. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Allegedly, right? Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 
4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
There is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. such a beautiful thing the truth can be. You're listening to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, Radio Philippe Blood, Radio Chaos, Salty Talk Radio, Radio Confluence, uh, Radio Confluence, and Radio Free Blood. No, I said that. What am I missing? Oh, the D. I'm missing the D. That's where I'm missing. Here we are, back another Tuesday night. It is Tuesday, July 25th. July is almost over, my friends. It's almost gone past. It's going to be gone before you know it. The fireworks are ended, and shit still sucks. That's just the way it is. We're going to get into a lot of different things tonight. Some nanny state talk. You can't legislate, stupid. We have Scott Rickard joining us. Uh, what time is Scott joining us? 7 o'clock, approximately. You know how the things work. You know when the guests come on board. I don't need to tell you how this works here. Of course, my lovely wife is over on the other side of me here. Honey. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. And all the way from Guatemala, the four-toted one himself. Porto Jones, how you doing, brother? What's up, what's up? Oh, it's just another week. A lot of craziness. And uh, just, you know, relaxation going along with it. I'm going on vacation next week. You got two, oh, no, you got a week off. I think we'll be back for the, the following show. Next week, there will be no live show. Everybody keep that in mind. Lexi and I are going. Possibly the following week, too. Well, possibly. Uh, well, no, we'll be back by then. That's you the day know. school. It's Thursday's the day school. Oh, Thursday, Tuesday. Yeah, no, two weeks we won't be on. My bad. That's why I have a wife, because I don't remember shit. Yeah, we won't be back. <laughs> You've got to have a wife for something, right? Keep us dumb no. men in line. Not at all. Well, she's a great wife, but I don't need one. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a girlfriend for two, three weeks, and then she got pissy because I came home drunk at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was like, yeah, I'm not having this. Yeah, I, so now I, we've back, now we've back to, to friends with benefits. Yeah, now you're just fucking. Well, so it yeah. worked out. <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, it worked out for the better. I'm sure. You know, that's a good way to go. It's so, perfect for me. So, how has everybody's week been? I mean, I've been kind of slow and and boring at work, and and Lexi and I've been getting ready for vacation, so we've been like doing shit around the house. 
honey, you got anything interesting from your week that you'd like to share with everybody? Nope. Just been, you know, planning <laughs> our vacation. It's been great with Mikey not here. I'm not going to lie. He's with grandma right now. <laughs> That's been nice. Yeah, this is week number nice two break. we're going into of, of no child. I love my son so much and I do miss him, but this has been pleasant. You love him more when he's not there for a moment. <laughs> I mean, that really right, is right, true. Right. It's been a good break. Yeah, and and sooner or later he'll he'll you know be twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, and you can, you know, kind of deal with him less and less, and then then he'll be twenty three, and, pop and on you a never even have to talk to him again. Out. Right. <laughs> that fucking kid, man. He texts me this morning. Hey, Dad, what's going on? What what else are you doing there? And I'm like, hey, blah blah blah, learning Spanish. Um, and he goes, you know, you never apologize to. Uh, I won't say her name. About what you said on Facebook, and I was like, I, I reacted to what she wow. said. She was like, she stood first. I was like, and I'm sorry. I'm, I was like, I am not going to apologize to her. And that was it. He didn't text me anymore. So he's not in jail. So, That's good. I, no, he's not in jail right now. Um, but I'm now. I'm even second guessing whether I should come home. So he's trying. Because I'm coming home. Nice you're coming home to us. Shut up. He wants you to play kiss ass. Is what you're saying right now? Yeah, he wants me. He want no. She because I'm sure this is coming from her. She, you know, because she's got stripping mentality. She wants to control the situation. And she's like, well, you know, in in her head, in her head, she's like, she wants to make me apologize so that she has control over me. And that's just not going to happen. And that's that's one of the things that she doesn't like about me is I don't fall for a strip of bullshit. Um, So, you know, if she's going to be if she's going to be like, yeah, well, you can't see the baby. Like, well, I'm not coming home. So well, you have to come home for a little bit. So you just come home to us then. I do not actually. Oh, you don't now. I thought you had I, to. Shut actually, that dog up. <laughs> they're all over. The, I'm saying that five times a day. So you're not Nobody back, gets the reference. Is what you're saying? Yeah. See, now you're you're getting like all upset now, Dave. Well, I might not come back uh, in November because here's the deal. I just just as we were you know getting going on to airtime, I was emailing the uh, the lawyer. I got to bring my paperwork to the lawyer. It's going to go the next day. It's going to cost me seventeen hundred bucks to become a, a citizen here. Um, and I'm running out of money. Like I haven't really saved much money because I bought a motorcycle for two thousand dollars, and I'm I'm having a good time. And you know, dating cost me twice. I thought you were supposed to be saving money while you were there. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but that's not really happening. And I had to give money to my son's defense fund. I had to pay three hundred fucking dollars to get a box ship down here. Um, so, and, and you know, I am having a little bit of a good time. Um, going out frequently, um, spending a couple hundred Q a day. So I'm burning through a little bit of money, and that's I'm not like ten dollars, so Dave. That's like ten dollars a day you're spending. No, three hundred Q is thirty, forty dollars. Still not bad, but you know, um, and I, you know, I'm only spending eleven hundred dollars a month. That's including rent. It's not that bad. Um, but I don't have the money. I'm not saving. I was hoping I'd land back in states with like six grand in the bank, and that's just not going to happen. You know, between the motorcycle, the, the the cost for the citizenship, you know, the, the the defense fund for my son and fucking around. Um, I might wait a couple months. Okay. I, so. so I thought there was... Uh, that sucks a lot. Yeah, we were looking forward to seeing you in November. But, you know, hey, we, we still talk to you every week on the Skype here, so... Yeah, but if anything, it would be January or something like that, you know. Only two months, because what I will do is I'll just get real militant and I won't spend any money for the next, two, you know, I won't spend November and December's money. Then I'll have four thousand dollars added to the, you know, five or the the, the thousand that I'll have saved in October. Uh, that'll get me apartment, and that'll get me a little bit of money for a car. Or I might not even use a car. You know, I might have you drive. You guys drive me around. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> drive all day. You can use my van all day long for all I care. Just got to put yeah, gas in that I'm kinda, hog. I'm kind of getting used to not riding. You know, not driving. 
It's really fucking weird. I walk a lot. Well, with the motorcycle, I ride here and there, too. But it, uh, as long as I'm within a mile of a store, I'm fine, you know? It's pretty amazing what you can put your body up to doing. I mean, shit, just uh, a year ago, uh, you know, you were hard to get moving, to get go do stuff, you know? And when, when we did go yeah. do stuff, you would be done. You know, we'd get back. We'd go to, I don't know, we went to the to the Shell Festival oh, or Jesus. the Shark Tooth Festival. No. Oh. Yeah, that, that beat the shit out of me. And you were done um, when you got but, that back. Yeah, but even one time we went to the beach. <laughs> yeah. And I was exhausted. We were supposed to go on a boat the next day. I was like, I'm fucking tapped out. Now now I have a little bit more energy. Um, also, that has to do with the way I'm eating as well. But um, And even on that, that's kind of going off the rails a bit, too. Well, but uh, all anyway. that stuff is good. I, I always tell my father, constantly I'm telling my father, listen, you need to go. You need to push yourself. Till it hurts, and then go relax for a little bit, and then push yourself the next day till it hurts. And you, before you know it, you're going to yeah. get a little further than you could the day before. And each day you'll get a little exactly. further, a little further, a little further. Every day, I almost every day, I get out of here and walk down to the lake just to do it. Um, and it's probably, I think it's a two and a half mile trip back and forth, right? And then at some other point in the day, I'll walk somewhere in town to go get food shopping or whatever, right? And then if I'm really feeling fastidious, I'll actually walk to the bar, right? Which you know, so now I'm doing like. Are you reading the dictionary while you're there? I just have a good command of the English language. I've never heard you use that word before, fastidious. Oh yeah, there are a lot of words. I we're gonna do big. We're gonna do, a, we're gonna do a segment with Dave. Big words from Dave. I'm not gonna do that for your edification. <laughs> Entertaining if you did it, though, Sean. If I did the big, big words with Sean, <laughs> Dave can come up the words. I have to figure them out. Hey, I did pretty good with fastidiousness, didn't I? Is that what it was? Yeah, well, you, you've already distorted that whole thing. All right, fastidious, 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 fastidious. Edification. Those two words I just used. Edification. All right. Here's here's the word that I really want everyone to look up. Obsequious. Obsequious. It's a word I learned in high school. Obsequious. It's a word I learned in high school, not even from an English teacher. It was just, we were like, what? somebody had learned it and talking about it in a group. And I was like, what does that mean? And I just remembered it ever since. Obs- uh, wait, say it again. I forgot it already. You know how quickly Obsequious. 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 I've um, heard that word before. Obse- what does that mean? It means overly polite. Oh, yeah. I could fall into that category, I think. Well, I wanted everybody to look it up, but whatever. Well, I'm glad Good you said. Good job, it. Sean. Well, it was better from the say. I'm looking up things that we got to talk about, not things that I got to say. So that's why you know, it's kind of like, what the hell? <coughs> so I want to tell you guys. Um, was it two nights ago? I was out um, at Gringos Locos, my second favorite bar, and uh, uh, I saw my first act of violence. And. It was this really, really drunk guy that actually came over to uh, Gringos Locos to, to hassle us, and the, and the owner of the bar like jumps out and hassle you. You already got, you got. I already got enemies there. No, no, no. It's just he's just a drunken idiot that was just trying to get us to buy him a beer, right? Oh, okay. So <clears throat> here are some of the tiendas, which is stores. You know, they're very short. I haven't taken many pictures of them, but they're very short, and some of them sell a lot of alcohol, and that actually is a bar. So people kind of just hang out. Are you saying the Guatemalans the, are short? 
Like statute wise, or what do you mean the the stores are? They short? are short, but but some of the stores are not are short. They're not very long. Like it, it's it's basically just a counter, and it, it, this this particular oh, so like one narrow little like like it, narrow. It's store. like a hut. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that's all I was trying. Yeah. To, I was trying to figure out what you were saying there. Right. They're not very deep. Let's just say. Um, I bet you those, <laughs> bet you those so prostitutes no you're sending us pictures are are, are though. Oh my God! They're probably well. They might have small dicks here, so they might not be that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, actually, this 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 store that I'm talking about is to the right of the pro- house of prostitution, okay. and they're out there. They're, you know, there's like four or five guys sitting, you know, at the countertop uh, at the counter drinking, right? And because because some of these tiendas turn into bars at at the right times, and so this drunk guy goes across the street, right? He starts ha- hassling another drunk guy at this little tienda, and um. The really drunk guy, the guy, let's just call him the bad guy, the bad drunk, he punches the good drunk. Good drunk turns around and fucking punches him right in the fucking chest, knocks him out into the street, almost gets run over by a fucking tour bus. Wow. So so that was the only act of violence I've seen here so far. What? And after that, like people were like making sure that the bad drunk got up and just walked away, you know. Yeah, again, it's not all fucking uh, rainbows here, but you know, because um, some people are a little bit antagonistic. Well, that happens uh, like fifteen better. times a night on you know one fifteen foot section of a New York City street. So it's like an old west yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was the only that I, I, I thought. Some, <laughs> right, exactly. They're, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> Which, oddly enough, I kind of understand what that means now, because n- now I know uh, this town of Panachel, and it is kind of small, and like it's just you know f- four or five streets, right? And I ride around them, and I'm starting to know everyone. People started going. So the girl, uh, the friends with benefits, was walking past somewhere, and got catcalled. She was across the street from me. We we're walking together. She got catcalled because she went to go over to a truck selling fruits, and then she and um, like she turns around, she starts walking over towards me. The guy's catcalling her as I turn around, and I wave at him, right? <laughs> like, yeah, she's with me, right? And it's funny, like she caught up to him later on, and he was like, "Oh, you do with that guy with the motorcycle?" And here I am walking through the street, right, with her. Oh, that because they know me as the gringo with the motorcycle. Well, let's see, there's only know. two of them. It's like. There's two or three of us gringos that actually bought motorcycles. I'm one of them. And so it, it's it's very much – it reminds me of Cheers. You know, everyone knows your name. You, you, like I drive around town. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Uh, hey, going on? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an incredibly friendly place. It's like going to Tony's with me, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like today. Except the, he's in a whole town like that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. That would be cool. I wouldn't mind that. And, and, okay, so I'll tell you a story. I almost had my first bar fight. Dave, you're too old to get in a bar fight. Why? Because uh, mother- someone that spoke English or no? He did speak English, yeah. Uh, and, uh, all right, so I'm trying to get a hold of some psychedelics down here, right? And I was told that this guy can get us mushrooms. And it's, the, you know, the, the friends with benefits, you know, hooked me up with this guy. His name is Luik. Uh, I don't know. He, he, he speaks with a French accent, but I don't think he's from France, uh, or maybe he is. I don't know. But he's living here with with, with his girlfriend, right? And Louis said he would get us, you know, mushrooms like the next day. That was a month ago, right? 
And every time I see him, because I see him out all the time, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get, an ex- I'll get it for you next week. And then, you know, the girl uh, told me that, you know, he, he, he doesn't really have a lot of money. So now I'm thinking to myself, he spent my fucking money. Oh, you right? already gave him money? Because I didn't. I gave him 300Q, which is, you know, 50 bucks. You never do that before. For man. six, six portions, you know, six, uh, doses of mushrooms, right? And we gave him the money to go across the lake to go get it, which is another 50Q. So he's fucking dicking me around. And finally, at one point, you know, I said, I was like, hey, listen, just send him a message that I just want my money back now, right? And we, we meet at the bar, uh, uh what's today? Tuesday? Uh, Saturday night. Tuesday, yeah. We just happened to meet at the bar. And I had spoken to him earlier. I was like, listen, if you're not going to get it tomorrow, Sunday, then I want my money back Monday. Is that fair? He's like, fine. And we leave, come back a couple hours later, which meant he got really drunk, and I was actually getting sober. But he starts shit with me as soon as I walk into the bar. And, uh, you know, we're kind of face to face, and he keeps touching me. And I'm like, dude, stop fucking pointing. <laughs> stop poking. Was this right? like a and Scott Ledger moment? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Right, I didn't even think about that. But here's the thing: is I'd already been, I've already been finding out about him throughout town, throughout the week. Right, I, I asked somebody else about him. What's his, what's this guy's story? Turns out he's like from the French Foreign Legion or something. He's, he's, he's got to be 110 pounds soaking wet, right? Yeah, but if he's and, from the but, French Foreign Legion, man, he'd probably fuck you up. So you might want to just back down and just, well, you know, ignore this. That's guy. that. No, 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 no. That's the, no, see, that's the thing I was thinking. I was like, if I go toe to toe with this guy, I gotta go, I gotta go balls to the wall with him. I gotta fucking knock him out right away, right? And that's my thought. And I was like, I don't really want to do this because suppose suppose I knock him out right away, right? Then next week he's gonna knock me out. <laughs> and then a week afterward I'm gonna have to come back and hit him in the knee with a fucking baseball bat. And it's just gonna be you know, it's gonna be teenage bullshit. Gangs of right? New I York really, all over Guatemala. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to deal with this. I just want my fucking money back, right? Huh. Or more so, I want the mushrooms. Um but somebody stepped in, a couple of people stepped in, blah, 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 and it was squashed. But he, here's the thing, is he was actually hanging out with a local guy who had just lost his baby. He was crying at the bar, right? This guy comes up in the middle of the conversation that me and Luik are having, and he goes, are you, are you everything okay with you? You know, like kind of like with me and Ben, is everything all right? right. No. What's your prospects tonight? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. It's never a good I'm question. Myself, Everything, everything is so all-encompassing. Hold on. Give me a minute. That's a broad question. (laughs) (laughs) So I see this guy getting in the middle between the two of us, and I'm like, man, if this guy starts a fight with me, I can't fight him back. He he just lost his baby. I'm going to let him beat the shit out of me, and then I'm going to hug him afterwards. That's a decent thing. And I was just like, yeah, well, I, I fucking can't fight the guy. You know, I'm not just not going to fight. I'm just going to block as best as I can. Uh, he starts crying and getting out his rage. Uh, as um, as we're looking at Dave living in the uh, in the in the anarchist state of Guatemala, you know, Dave, the, back here in Homeland, you know, the, the place you originally came from, there's been a bunch of different things going on. I want to get into them here for a little bit, and then uh, when when Rickard joins us, we're going to get into some. Uh, some foreign stuff, obviously, because he's our foreign correspondent, Scott Rickard, the now, boy, the man, didn't our, he just our buddy. Come back from, didn't he just come back from Croatia? He was somewhere, yeah. He was traveling. He's been traveling, yeah. yeah. So that should be interesting to hear right. what he's got to say. Uh, but I want to, I want to talk. Hold on, I want to talk to him about that at one point. So give me, make sure you give me some time. Let's we'll do the the real stuff first, and then I want to get into the traveling thing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, of course, no, absolutely. Um, there's a couple things on my plate that I've been looking at, and I know a lot of the. 
the mainstream shows have been talking about this one story. But I think it's a story that I, I, I think you can appreciate, Dave. It's a story that I can appreciate because I've gone through it. I don't, and I don't know if you've heard this one yet. It's the uh, the sixty-eight thousand dollars child support story. So old, and the fight so new in court that this man's only choice may be to pay the sixty-five thousand dollars to support a child that isn't his, and who he's only met once last year. Gabriel Cornejo came to Harris County Family Court hoping he wouldn't have to leave common sense at the door. I've never thought that in my life. I will have to defend myself of something that I'm innocent of. Corneo is a father. He's raising his three kids and two of his brother's children. But last year tells us a deputy showed up at his door with court papers claiming the state of Texas thinks he has another child. She turned out to be 15, 16 years old at the time, I think. Cornejo claims he never knew and pretty much immediately set out to meet his then 16-year-old daughter for what he says was the first time. So what- All right, you're following, right, Dave? All right, now the story. All right, hold on. Wonderful girl. Very smart. Just a lot going on for herself. He, his wife, and the ex-girlfriend he broke up with 16 years ago all agreed he should get a DNA test, and he did. Well, the results came in, and I'm not the father. But that- All right, now remember, he's not the father. Was it on Maury? No, this was not on Maury, thank God. <laughs> That's not the end of the case, not even close. Cornejo's ex still wants the money, and so does the state of Texas. In 2003, Cornejo's ex-girlfriend went to court and said Cornejo was the only possible father. The state of Texas got what's called a default judgment and started assessing child support payments, which continue to add up, now totaling nearly 65... This is the We Believe You Dumb Stripper uh, uh, carry case in, in, in Texas. $1,000. Cornejo says he was never told. Court records suggest, but don't prove, he got a subpoena way back when, and he denies it. Lawyers for the mother of the child. They suggest, but they do not prove that he got a subpoena, and they deny it. How can mm-hmm. they start collecting on child support payments when they don't know if you're actually the father or not yet? When there's no DNA test? Uh, I don't know. You know what I've gone through with this whole thing? Almost done here. A support was taken from Cornejo's paycheck long ago when Cornejo never fought it. I, let me bring that, that back a little bit so you can hear that. He got a subpoena way back when, Listen. and he denies it. Lawyers for the mother of the child suggest support was taken from Cornejo's paycheck long ago when Cornejo never fought it. That can be enough to establish a Loctite claim that Cornejo should have dealt with this long ago. Don't stick your head in the sand because it's not going to go away, and there can be consequences even if you don't do anything unfortunately i get it i get what's happening there could be consequences even if you don't do anything so because he accepted paying child support payments in the past and he wanted to sweep it under the rug he's being punished now for that right even even though though he's not the father right so really he should be credited back what he paid in but and I hope this turns into, there's only a few seconds here for, hold on, so hold on. This young child is the one who suffers. Unless he and his lawyer can convince a judge to take a second look, there's nothing that can change the old court order, and Cornejo will still owe all that money. They say he should have fought it back then, he failed to do so, uh, he didn't do so within four years. But how can you fight something you don't know anything about? The case will be back in court later this summer. In the meantime, Cornejo is pushing for a change in state law that could prevent situations like the one he's in. Ted Oberg, 13 Eyewitness News. So, Forto, what's your thought real fast? Well, first of all, this is not the first time I've heard of this. 
Okay, it's just that now that in the day and age of uh, news traveling fast and Facebook and Twitter and all that shit, this is how it's getting. So, so I'm a very much a, a man's rights thing um, because you walk into a court <clears throat> when it comes to because, you know, I've battled this. You know, I considered, you know, trying to get my son, you know, 20 years ago, but this, the, this, the deck is stacked against you. You know, I've gone through battles also. You know, I've done done this the same way. You know, I, I fought for years trying to get my kids. Yeah, and you know, you're going to hate me, Lexi. Mm-hmm. But you know, women want equal rights and special treatment. You know, and and this is the fucked up thing. They get special treatment. You know, they they say, "Hey, he raped me without any evidence." Boom, you're in you're in jail. Now, right? I will I will say I will say I'm hearing hold that against every woman though, and I'm hearing Not every woman would go no, no, but, by but, that but, logic. But I'm hearing I'm but also Dave. Court- I'm, I'm hearing a lot of the, the rules have changed from when we dealt with uh, uh, child support and stuff like that. It ha- it's not so um, mother weighed as it was in the past when we dealt with it. It, it has balanced out from from what I'm hearing. There's a little bit more. Like I, I love the fact that I, I saw it on TMC just recently. That there's some famous actress that that's paying her deadbeat ex-husband, you know, twenty thousand dollars a year. And you know, it's a little bit of yeah, that's right. That's it works both ways now. It sucks, doesn't it? Um, but you know, of course, then that brings it back. Like yeah, we should never get married in the fucking first place. You know, if I didn't marry her, if I didn't marry if I didn't marry my wife, well, I still would have to do child support. But if I didn't marry my wife, I would it was, I would have just taken my CDs and left. You know, I wouldn't have to go through fucking four years of divorce pr- proceedings. Yeah, but you you would have went through more to, in the other end. I think honestly, well, even, even back then, even 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 twenty years ago, I was smart. She's like, I want full custody. I'm like, fuck you, you're not getting full custody. We got shared custody. So now. You know, the tables were everything was a little more even. She couldn't leave the state, right? I could, oddly enough, right? Um, so there was there was there was a balance of power, and it worked out. We, you know, I hated my ex-wife for a little while, but you know, things worked out. You know, um, he's but not there, he's uh, not there now. But Wayne in Baltimore did was checking in from Jamaica. I saw him on the server there for a second. Awesome. <laughs> he shouldn't be listening. He, he should be. Should be He's, he's smoking and drinking and uh go get some shrimp a good tea, time on. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to Jamaica? I've never been out of the country until I went to Guatemala. Oh, Jamaica's cool. I, I've had I was young though when I was in Jamaica. I'd probably get in a lot of trouble if I went to Jamaica now. Uh knowing what I know. <laughs> but uh right, yeah, right, right. Ba- back then I was just a young kid. When I was fifteen yeah. fifteen, I think. So when are you guys coming here? Uh, when I'm when I got my arrears paid off and I get and I can get a uh, passport. All right. Well, because because oddly enough, not too far I, off. I, it is true. I think I think of all the time like who could who would enjoy it down here and like you're the you're the only people that I think would because you don't have a lot of connections back in the states, right? You're living in a fucking elderly complex. You could you could bolt out of, and you know. Uh, I think Mike would have a fucking blast down here. School, you'll hate to hear this. School is from like nine to twelve thirty, right? <laughs> it is, and you know, I see them walking around. They're in uniforms. Everyone, you know, there's there's a mobile candy store that pulls up in front of the can- <laughs> mobile candy store, <laughs> but it's probably it. real sugar. Probably real sugar. It's still it's still bad for you. Um, but the thing is, you know, like I, this is the lowest bar that I'm talking about. Um. It could probably be run 
90% better and make, make money uh, and, and serve food, right? And it's probably this tiny little thing that the three of us could probably be involved in and uh, get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, paint it, you know, make it nice. Um, and uh, we could make it the second best gringo bar here. We'd have to hire some Guatemalans to do breakfast. Like, I can't, because he likes first, the bar better. No, no, no. The La Palapa is bigger. It has room for, for uh, people to barbecue, and it's a hostel, so it actually house people, right? So uh, Gringo's Locos doesn't have that. Gringo's Locos is you know, a quarter of the size. <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me, and, right it's, and it's not right in the middle of town. Although Gringo's Locos is a, a one-minute walk to the, to the other place, La Palapa. All right, you're speaking foreign to me. Anyway. Uh, the other bar. <laughs> one, one of the uh, stories I pulled up. All right, so we're all in agreement with the child support thing. It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, this is ridiculous that this Texas law is allowing that to happen and, and continue uh, to be held responsible yeah. well, no matter what. You, right. You, you didn't you didn't act in time enough, so uh, you still have to do it. All right, same thing happened to me in Jacksonville. I had my license changed, or I had I got my license up there. They misspelled my name. Right? I come back like a month later. I'm like, you guys spelled, misspelled my name. I need you to change this. He goes, well, you got to pay 40 bucks. I was like, wait a minute. You guys fucked up. I got to so pay you for didn't it. Get, you didn't, no, this is exactly what they told me. You didn't catch it in time. You know, you were supposed to proofread everything before you left, and we would have changed it then. But, but you know it's your fault, right? Yeah. But you didn't catch it in time, so now you got to pay. Uh, I've been sitting here for two hours my thumb up my ass, and you people are fucking slow as sloths, and you expect me to pay attention when you hand me my shit finally, and I want to get the hell out of here. Right. Well, whatever. You know, it's 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 just our DMV it, up the road it, here, actually, it, where we go for our like you know title uh, or car titles and registration and licensing. It's, mm-hmm. You're in there for five, ten minutes at the most, maybe fifteen on a busy day. In and out, they're so polite, yeah. it's so nice. I love my small little town. I when I lived in Port Ritchie, um, their their tax office opened up at seven o'clock in the morning. I had to go in there. I had to change my license address because I just bought a house over there or whatever I did. I had to do something with my registration. I also had to pay my property taxes. I was out of there by 7-10, and I was on two different lines. Amazing. That now, wouldn't happen in Tampa. No, it yeah. wouldn't happen so, in so, Jersey. It wouldn't happen in Jersey or I, New York either. When I, exactly. When I come back, I'm coming to your town. <laughs> <laughs> you should because it's a nice little town to live in. Uh, New Jersey became – it's a nice little – New Jersey became the third state in the nation to prohibit the sales of tobacco products to anyone under 21. Governor Chris Christie announced Friday saying no one should lose their life due to any addictive substance. I know you've got a comment about <laughs> the addictive substance and, and maybe just him being a fat ass and maybe he should worry about, you know, uh, maybe uh, banning McDonald's or, or uh, fake foods instead of banning cigarettes. I so don't like that motherfucker. I really don't. I don't like him. Uh, there's some. I don't like them all. <laughs> oh, they all suck. But you know, you have to have leaders. None of that shit. None of that shit happens down here, right? I can go buy a beer. Uh, so, do you know what happened to me the other day? Yeah, I think I you told the story last week, or did you tell me it on Facebook? It was probably Facebook because it happened within the last couple of days. Okay. But I walked around town. I walked a lot. I was in. I was in pain. It was eleven o'clock in the morning. Right? I went into the local tienda, grabbed a fucking 24-ounce local beer, Right, paid, I don't know how much I paid for it. I opened it right there at the counter, Right, T- took my first sip, turned around, walked outside. The girl and the dog were outside. 
because we got a, a Compton dog wall. Try doing that. Try and, doing that in a Circle K here in Florida. Open up your beer while you're standing at the counter and see what happens. Right. Try to walk out without it in a fucking bag. <laughs> right. Because the laws say you got to have one of those little plastic, one of those little paper bags. Right. Walked out and across the street, two cops. One with a fucking Uzi on its side. I didn't, I've never seen that here, right? So I'm thinking, because they all have, I think they all have Brettas or, or Tauruses or whatever, you know, the, 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 um, the, the Bretta looking like. Semi-automatic. Uh, nine millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. And this motherfucker's got a nine millimeter short barrel, right? With a, with a shoulder strap. I'm like, either, I was like, this, this guy's either top notch or whatever. I was like, this nigga is fucking, he's in charge, right? And I was like, I'm standing there. I'm like, shh. Right? The first thing I thought was shit. But I just walked right on through town. I walked through the whole fucking town sipping this beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. Nobody even looked at me. It's kind of like Englewood. I mean, you can do that here where we live, honestly. I don't know. Well, no, there's open open container laws. You can't fucking pop, crack the thing. And, you know, God forbid, I could buy alcohol here at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And this is a very religious fucking country, right? They still don't have blue laws. Is that religious? Is it really uh, very religious? I, I, we haven't gotten in that conversation. Cause, I mean, you know where I stand on on religion, so I didn't even think to ask that. Oh uh, yeah, there's there there are three fucking churches on my block. <laughs> there's one. As soon as I come out of my, I don't know if you've seen the video of me come riding out right. of this little thing here. As soon as I come out of this little thing, directly is a fucking church. I go down the block. There's another one. I go down the block a little bit more. There's actually a big one. Interesting. What is it, what is it? I, I didn't realize that 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 was a uh, such a uh, such a well. Most of area. Latin America is most of Latin America's religion, religious and Christian, because you know they came over here and changed them from whatever they were at the threat of violence. You either convert or die. Uh, so most of them are now Christian, uh, and they're they're little churches all over the place, but they don't really bother you. There's uh, there's actually all right. There's one guy. That walks around with a mobile um, uh, bullhorn and he preaches. Uh, and oh, I, as, I, as I ride by the motorcycle, you get that in New York City but, streets and and in the you know yeah. you get that all over the place, even here in America. Right, right. But but again, nobody's forcing their shit on me down here, you know. So all right, move on to another story. I have this one I'm looking for. I'm, sure you got I'm looking around here. Uh, we got Rickard coming up in twenty minutes. I don't want to. I was like, I was thinking we about. We do taking... have someone that would like to call in to talk about some issues that she's had on the pharmaceutical end. All right, we'll tell her to call in then. We got twenty minutes. We'll get with with her. I, I think know who we this could is. Work that out. Can she be polite and nice? Yeah. Okay. Tell her to be polite and nice and call in then. Okay. Well, I will do that. <laughs> Dave's probably already figured out who. It I got is a feeling. I got a feeling. I have a feeling. I have an, I know who it is. Do we talk about last week? Do we? Did last week? Did we talk about the uh, Punagorda cop down here? I'm not sure. Refresh my memory. Uh, the, well, we know the the cop that uh, shot and killed the little grandma, the librarian, and yeah. sicked his dog yeah, on yeah. You know, Officer Cole from Punagorda. Do we talk? Yeah, about you actually what, were James. You were talking with James Woods about. That. Yeah. Okay, I, I couldn't remember if we brought that up last week or not because I've had it sitting up here. I tried to bring it up with Matt, but Lexi sat in with us on Matt's show last week, um, so I, I, I couldn't remember if we got to it. So we did get to that. I we did. We did. We, we dealt notes. with that. Yeah. I didn't look at the notes, honey. I've been busy. Oh my gosh! 
gosh. Doing you all said things. you posted shows. You didn't look at the notes. Well, I didn't. I didn't do that part of it yet. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm not taking notes tonight because I, I apparently see that. it's not necessary. Oh, you better be taking notes because I'm still reading them. <laughs> you better be taking notes. Why that. you don't read them? Because I said that aggressive comments. You should make Korea Dave, I recorded his find a way to intros and outros and his timing so that he could go back and find certain things and so we could start to cut down on break times. Hey. And he's just like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Hey, I, I want to discuss something here anything. real fast. Hold on. Before we get to that one calling, uh, you know, this is another thing that bothers me. And, uh, you know, the big debate right now, and we might discuss it with record a little bit, um, is the, the Russian controlled our election or or russia's and meddling in our government or russia's this russia's that and this is something that that obviously no, it's russia 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 may have influenced the the uh the uh, in, uh election the cia director also offered aggressive comments about north korea saying the administration needed to find a way to separate kim jong-un from his growing nuclear stockpile but he stopped short of calling for regime change so he has tasked us, the intelligence community, to try and deliver answers. Uh, those answers will be delivered almost certainly alongside our partners at the Department of Defense, but deliver a range of options that can do what ultimately needs to be achieved. It would be a great thing to denuclearize the peninsula, to get those weapons off of that, but the thing that is most dangerous about it is the character who holds the control over them today. So from the administration's perspective, the most important thing we can do is separate those two. Right, separate capacity uh, and someone who might well have intent and break those two apart. And uh, I am confident the intelligence committee will present a, set, a wide range of options for the president about how we might go about So it. I see that I, uh, we're having an Internet connection between Fortoad and, and myself here. I don't know if he heard any of that. It doesn't sound like he did because he's not responding to me. No, there's, it shows a connection problem up here. The point I was trying to prove with this whole story and, and the reason why I played that little audio clip is, is we're, we're accusing Russia of meddling with our country and our politics and our way of life. Uh, and, but, but here we are still doing it with other countries. Now, they're trying to present reasons of getting the, the finger off the button. Well, maybe that was the, the intent of Russia when they meddled in our elections to make sure Clinton or some other crazy didn't have their finger on the button. You ever think of that? You know, people... It's just, it's a way of politics. Very hypothetical. Well, it's just a way of politics, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Supposedly. I'm just saying, we've been meddling for years and years. Why, why, well, what's the big deal? Everybody's meddling. Do we get him back? Dave, you back? Well, let me answer this here. I see something going on. Oh, oh my God. Jeez. It's like a party it's line. It's like a yeah. That's is that Gloria? I can't that's hear Gloria. Just quite a did, lot of oh, people. Oh, did I lower his thingy? Hello. I don't know what happened? Hello. Here. Oh, there's Hi. Gloria. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it just dialed up a whole lot of people. No, uh, everybody else is dropping off, so that's All a right. good thing. So I guess <clears throat> I'm going to bring that down for a second. This is a, a Lexi's friends. Well, do you bring up? Do you tell us what's going on here, honey? Lexi has no friends. I do too. I have you. <laughs> and and yeah. So earlier today, you asked me if we if I had anything to talk about, and I told you I was like really busy with work and preparing for next week. And uh, Gloria and I happened to be talking when you asked me that, 
and her and I happen to be on the subject of pharmaceuticals and cancer treatments and this, that, and the other, and... Fuck cancer. Well, yeah, so that. So, for a So we did stuff today. You did stuff? Yeah. Not yet. Well, no, not yet. <clears throat> we right, plan so, to. Well, There's Gloria, intent. A little history so here. A little, record, a, a little history here. I mean, I've gone through cancer with family in my life. I know you're, you've gone through it. You're dealing with it still currently. Um, well, so, well, for for the record, my mother has got metastasized breast cancer. Um, so she's got stage four breast cancer in her back and on her ribs. And uh, I just recently beat cervical cancer. So I didn't realize you did. My mother beat it three. My my mother beat cervical cancer three times. Well, that answers yeah. my question. They think I have it again, so I'll be on my second round at this yeah, point. Yeah, was was it late? Was it uh, removed via laser? Yeah, well, they did like a scoop thing. Like they, it's literally like an ice cream scoop. They go in there and they freeze it and they scoop it out. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, my my mother's my mother's first two my uh, things, and this is going. It's Dave. Who you're talking with? You really? Did you ask that question, really? By, by the enunciated thickness of your Brooklyn accent, because <laughs> you don't have to tell us you're from Brooklyn. You're just going to talk like you're from Brooklyn, even though, you know, you don't talk like that. Off topic. Wait till, wait till I get pissed off. Then you'll really hear me fucking curse. Well, I get pissed sound like I'm off. From we'll all park the car in the yard. <laughs> oh, my That's Lord. That's Boston, you dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, haven't sorry. chatted in a while, have you? <laughs> no. It's been a minute. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, back on topic. Back on topic. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Anyway, my mother's first two uh, sessions were actually office visits, but uh-huh. the third one almost took her out. Um, so uh, be careful because ca- the cancer industry, and oddly enough, I had this conversation on Facebook this morning, the cancer industry just shoots, cuts things out of you. They, they, they do not address the underlying issue of what's causing well, and that's, the cancer. That's where I'm at. Well, that's where I'm at with her oncologist. Like, right now, I mean, the, the median average for someone with the kind of cancer that my mother has is 24 months. She's on her third year. So she's, she's mm-hmm. crappy and fighting it. But, you know, at this point, according to one oncologist, it's just a little bit of cancer, which, you know, is always comforting to hear from an oncologist. It's just a so, small little bit of cancer. Don't worry about it's that. It's a little I cancer. Know. I Who understand says why that? So bad. Just a little right. cancer. Apparently an oncologist in fucking Hayes, Virginia. So Jeez. let's not go. And um, Glo- according, according to the other, according Glory. to the other, be quiet for, wait, 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 no. be quiet for, be quiet for a second and write this down, okay? I want you to Google Gerson therapy, G E R S O N therapy. Watch the mm-hmm. documentaries and then just uh, present it to your mother. Well, think about it and do some research and see if that. Well, actually, mommy's uh, mommy's to the point where she's not she's not seeking treatment. She she. She would rather have a bag of heroin at this point than treatment. And I can't say that I blame right, her. So, okay, so do you, all right, so I'll give you the, the Gerson therapy uh, in a nutshell. It is juicing 20 pounds of fruits and vegetables a day and coffee enemas because – all right, so here's the thing that I, I recently learned about coffee. It's the second most absorbent plant on the planet. Tobacco, oddly enough, being first. So what it does is, you know, you've you've heard of of kids um, putting alcohol up their ass so they get drunk faster because it comes out of their. um, I think Gloria did that last night. 
I'm sorry. That was two days ago. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Last night was the pain pills. I forgot. Jesus. Right, right. That's what we're on. But anyway, <laughs> the, go, Google the Gerson, Google Gerson therapy. There are plenty of documentaries out there. Uh, and I, then I, I, there are so many theories the, out there. I, I'm sure you my went through this with your mother. They, the, she's to the point where, and you know, there, there was one. There was a campaign last year, I think it was, where you you give people who have cancer, especially terminal cancer, honest cards. Like, oh, hey, you know, sorry, you're dying of cancer, and it sucks. Like from Hallmark kind of thing. She's she's to the point where there are so many. Hey, you should try that. She doesn't want. To. to try, yeah. She's just done with it. She's lost her hair. I, she lost her eyebrows. I, uh, she lost her nose. She didn't want to. I'm telling you to go watch it, and then you filter to your mother. That's uh, that's up to you. I'll bring it to her because there's there's a fucking drug on the market supposedly that can put cancer in remission, and for some reason she doesn't get it. Now let me tell you about what's going on with her health insurance. Um, she is on a few different drugs. One is anastrozole. Anastrozole is the actual cancer drug. Um, the other is a vitamin D supplement because, you know, what she has, it attacks all the different bones and it sucks the calcium out of it, basically leaving them hollow. So she is on 50,000 50, units per week of vitamin D. And Lexi and I were just talking about this. One of those pills is a $4,000 vitamin. And the anastrozole is like a $6,000 pill. It's like a $6,000 prescription per month. And since you know, the chief in Cheeto has been elected. Um, she went from having her anastrozole and her injection injections once every other week to now having it once every three weeks. And since then her cancer has moved. It's moved from her fourth and fifth rib to her sixth and seventh ribs. I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Um, but gay. there, but no, no, seriously. But maybe the course of action that is being prescribed may not be the best. This is hence the reason why, why I'm telling you to inv investigate this other alternative thing. I mean, I'll look into it, and and you know, I'll see. And it's just so disheartening too to see someone where there are treatments. You know, there's CBD. There's there's what you're talking about. There's so many different ways to get away from going to the oncologist's office every month, and she's just. You know, that old school baby boomer where my doctor's wearing a white coat, so therefore he must know what he's doing. And it's just so apparent to me doing research and looking at what these oncologists are all telling her that they don't have a clue. They well, don't know. We're seeing so much of this, though, all the way around on a lot of different subjects and a lot of different uh, you know, uh, angles that so many people are. Well, she went and looked and for, for the last year, you know, we've had a lot of deaths. And she went and looked. And don't you make that face because I interrupted you. You'll get the fuck over it. <laughs> I can get the fuck over it real fast if you want me to. <laughs> yes, but I ended up going to your house. So what would you like to endure, a phone call, or do you want me there? And so finish what you were saying. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> he won't answer the question. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. So mommy's been going through. Yeah, I forgot what I was saying. You made me lose my train of thought because you decided to talk. Are you smoking a cigarette? Am I smoking a cigarette? You're goddamn right I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah, just just be cancer, but you're going to smoke funny. a cigarette still. Yeah, that's, that's fucking funny that you're talking about uh, this shitty cancer while you're smoking a cigarette. You should just hang up on her. <laughs> four, I think Fortoad's dropping the bomb, honey. 
what a what a fucking seriously cigarettes cigarettes are the cause of cigarettes are the cause of most cancer and here you're a bitch about cancer fucking gleefully smoking into a camera (laughs) all about getting the enjoyment of life I'm not bitching about cancer I'm bitching about the treatment oh that's shut up so mommy did some research and all of the huge deaths this year all the young people have been suicides and all the people her age have been cancers all of them all the baby boomers are cancer it's ridiculous well, they they all got the early vaccines. I mean, we can get into that in the in the fifties and sixties of vaccination. So you know that that's. So which go ahead, which Dave. one are you going to fall into? Are you, are you just going to wait for well, cancer, I'm, or are you going to suicide first? I'm because gonna and then I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we got to take a break. We got to get ready for Scott here. In a dark direction. A fucking yeah. hypocrite. Cancer and suicide and death is just a horrible thing. And, and honestly, most of it How is this driven. Do... What was this about? Wait, wait, weren't we supposed to talk about opioids? Oh, let's please. Well, we can, we can't. We don't have time to get into that now. Come opioids. You have a few minutes. You can give them a five-minute session. Well, go for it. Talk about opioids very fast because we've talked about them. They suck. I, I hate them, and I don't want them in our world. Did we talk about how I had a simple back surgery and it turned into a flow bone, flow full blown opiate addiction? Or should I talk about how my mother goes through opiate withdrawal every month? And that's based on the cancer with her. It have you tried? Have Have you tried kratom? Mm, I have actually. I have tried it for my back and it's amazing. Mommy tried it and it did nothing for her. But mm. that's because she's on. Hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 30, 60, 90. Let's, all be, let's all be honest, too. Right now, your mother's lifestyle and health and diet have never, ever, ever no. been, been conducive to a healthy lifestyle. No. 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 Not ever. I, I've, I've seen my mother maybe eat a vegetable twice in my life. <laughs> I've seen my mother go to bed on a normal time and wake up at a normal like hour in the morning, maybe three times mm. in my life. Yeah, I've seen my mother maybe not smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, maybe once in my life. Mm. All right, you're you're getting no sympathy from me. Yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> it's all her fault. Four toad lays it out. I blame white bread. Blame white bread. Do white? What's in bread? Anybody who bakes, what's in bread? I feel so Flour. enlightened right now. Yeah. I feel so confused, right? I, you know, like I just—I know. I, I actually feel like I got face. stupider for some reason. Aww, well, that's because you are stupider. Because you use words like stupider. Unreal. <laughs> anyway, we are going to take a break now. I got to go to the bathroom really bad. We got <laughs> at least he's not smoking a cigarette, complaining we, about cancer. Yeah, not anymore. He's just smoking fucking palm oil, but that's cool. I don't smoke anything anymore. Thank you. Oh, that's right. You quit with the the, the thingy thingy. I, that yeah, you I don't. I, I don't do e-cigarette. I don't do nicotine. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, they're, well, I, I guess I can't say I don't smoke anything, but anyway. Yeah, but what we do smoke doesn't really count, so. Exactly. Anyway, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. I got uh, I got to go to the bathroom really bad. I, I need a, a moment to, to regather my brain and figure out what the hell just happened. Uh, you know, things get a little weird sometimes here on the first 52. And, uh, you know, I love Gloria. She knows that, but I got a guest coming up, and I just need to re- rethink my mind. We'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. Sit tight, my friends. I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned. The first 52 will be right back. 
come the butchers to cut you into profit. But Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I'm your Sean Mother F and Raz. I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. I know you didn't take it. I don't understand. 
understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect. And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it, yeah. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. But I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rat turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk to the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Statue of Liberty made to reflect the ancient goddess of Sumer. 
built their new Jerusalem in Scotland. Albert Pike, Scottish white, Luciferian doctrine. Skull and bones, Freemasons, and the build of burns. Sold to damn the chemical weapons that killed the Kurds. CIA, Knights of Malta, and the Jesuit generals. My programmers are MK Ultra and molesters of genitals. I don't believe in lying at the towers. Knew why the fuck they ain't finding yet with all this power. I don't believe that the Muslims killed Malcolm. Devils knew we had the answer like you, we ain't fear the outcome. I don't believe it was Osama or Islamic killers. Bush crashed the planes into his own Masonic killers. I don't believe the paparazzi killed princes, died and turned to reach our youth. They teach the truth ever since this lie. has a competition in their brain of good thoughts and bad thoughts. Hopefully they win, the good thoughts win. For me, I always have both. I have like the thing I believe, the good thing. That's the thing I believe. And then there's this thing. And I don't believe it, but it is there. It's always this thing and then this thing. It's become a category in my brain that I call, of course, but maybe. I'll give you an example. Okay, like, of course, of course, children who have nut allergies need to be protected. Of course. We have to segregate their food from nuts, have their medication available at all times, and anybody who manufactures or serves food needs to be aware of deadly nut allergies. Of course. But maybe, maybe, if touching a nut kills you, you're supposed to die. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Jesus. I have a nephew who has that. I'd be devastated if something happened to him. But maybe, <laughs> maybe, if we all just do this for one year, we're done with nut allergies forever. No, of course not. Of course, if you're fighting for your country and you get shot or hurt, it's a terrible tragedy. Of course, of course. But maybe, maybe if you pick up a gun and go to another country and you get shot, it's not that weird. Maybe if you get shot by the dude you were just shooting at, it's a tiny bit your fault. <laughs> of course, of course, slavery is the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> Listen. Listen, you all clapped for dead kids with the nuts. For kids dying from, from nuts, you applauded. So you're in this with me now, do you understand? You don't get to cherry pick. Those kids did nothing to you. Of course, of course slavery is the worst thing that ever happened. Of course it is, every time it's happened. 
Black people in America, Jews in Egypt, every time a whole race of people has been enslaved, it's a terrible, horrible thing. Of course. But maybe, maybe every incredible human achievement in history was done with slaves. Every single thing where you go, how did they build those pyramids? They just threw human death and suffering at them until they were finished. How did we traverse the nation with a railroad so quickly? We just threw Chinese people in caves and blew them up and didn't give a shit what happened to them. There's no end to what you can do when you don't give a fuck about particular people. You can do anything. That's where human greatness comes from, is that we're shitty people, that we fuck others over. Even today, how do we have this amazing microtechnology? Because the factory where they're making these, they jump off the fucking roof because it's a nightmare in there. You really have a choice. You can have candles and horses and be a little kinder to each other or let someone suffer immeasurably far away just so you can leave a mean comment on YouTube while you're taking a shit. Intelhub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio. Yeah, boy. That's what I'm saying. I have a very good reason for playing this for the rejoin, and I'm sure Forto knows exactly why I play this for the rejoin. What you doing, Forto? How you doing over there? Uh, I sang this at karaoke night. I don't know. Saturday night, yes. The yeah. same night I almost got to a bar fight. See, I do pay yeah. attention to what you're posting. See that? So anyway, let's get right into it. I don't want to... I got a $50,000 car. <laughs> I don't want to get too stupid because, you know, I can get stupid real fast. And, and I've got one of my favorite, favorite, favorite guests on the line here, Scott Rickard. He's joined us. God, I can't even tell you how many times he's been on my show. And every time he's on here, he's super informative. And it's just a good time. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How lucky am I to be on Sean Raz's show again? It's always a good time, man. And, and we just, you flow and it just, you get things flowing out and, and going. I know Dave's got a bunch of questions for you because of his situation. Um, I've got a bunch of questions and, and ideas of what's going on. Uh, let's start with, because you, you're very versed in, in what's going on in the world. Uh, let's start with this most recent uh, warning shot. I guess fired by the U.S. Navy at, at at vessels that were in their own waterways. Warning shot. Oh, Which one are you talking about? The one that just happened like yesterday or the day before. The, 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 there was an Iranian vessel that uh, oh. that that the U.S. fired a warning shot at in the in the Gulf of uh, Hormuz. I think it was the Gulf of Hormuz, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, that that happens. Uh, that's unfortunate, but that happens all the time in the Gulf of. Hor- uh, it happens all the time. It comes coming right out of the Persian Gulf. It's a very narrow channel, obviously, and it uh, um, the Americans, uh, you know, unfortunately, have been uh, extremely aggressive against Iran. You know, I, I love some of these memes out there that show, you know, uh, I, you know, Iran's got so many. Uh, 
uh, American, so many uh, bases around, uh, you know, look how close they put their country to so many American bases. Yeah. Well, that, that's, right, kind right. Of, that's kind of the it's, point I'm making right there. You know, like right. they're, we're firing a warning shot at them because they're getting too close to our it's vessel the in their waterway. Hormuz. It's the Straits of Hormuz. Yeah, right. But yeah. So, uh, but uh, I, at, at this time, you know, you know, Iran is not the problem. You know, what is the problem? You've got uh, you Russia's. Know, the, it's all it, Russia's fault. It's it's Russia no, is the problem. Uh, you're starting to sound. You're starting to sound like a Democrat. <laughs> all right. Well, well, no. Well, the Republicans no. are saying the there? same thing too. So, well, right. well yeah, Jeff What's Sessions it? is kind of joining in with the Democrats now that he's been uh, kicked in the balls by uh, by uh, Donald Trump. Which, by the way, Jeff Sessions, just to, just so you know, uh, this guy is the uh, he's the linchpin of the Republican Party. Uh, I can uh, I can tell you from a fact, uh, Bill Posey, uh, who was um, uh, my congressman in Brevard County, um, is uh, I've talked to him extensively, and uh, Jeff Sessions holds the keys uh, to the Republican Party. Where's, so, where's Jeff Sessions from? Because I know the name. I, I want to say he was from Jersey or Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Uh, nice, but he's an Alabama boy. I Alabama. Think, uh, Why do I know that name sure. for other reasons? Um, I, mean, I, I know the name in general, but gay I'm just saying. You've been hanging out in. <laughs> oh, no, Scott. Oh, really? We're gonna do, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you didn't deserve that. <laughs> I didn't deserve that at all. Yes, he did. You were being so. You were being so serious before the show. I mean, why do you get to be serious now? <laughs> I, well, I try to be serious every once in a while. <laughs> it happens every once in a while. I try to be serious. <laughs> oh, you, you guys got to. I wish you could see my, 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 my the video. I had to swing my microphone and hold my mouth, laughing so hard just now. <laughs> well, the problem is that Scott he did, and I have... Way, he, just, he just said swing. I just swing, want you to know swing. that. He said, uh, <laughs> what is this, Razzfest all over again? You guys like trying to recreate yeah, Razzfest well. on the show tonight here? That's, let's, let's, recreate, let's recreate the moment. <laughs> no, no. What happens at Razfest stays at Razfest. For those of you who are or maybe new listeners or, or don't know what Razfest is, it's a festival we would do every year, and we did three of them. Uh, and it was really kind of hard to find a place that would let us come back after the third one. Uh, <laughs> <That's> not- <laughs> they loved us. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely did love. Well, the the middle one you weren't at the middle one. The the, no. the second yeah, the year, one, yeah, we- the one you weren't invited back to. I heard about that. <laughs> Well, I don't think yeah. we we're good friends yet at that point in time. So that's that's the thing about you, Scott. You're like you're like my friend. You know, like when we do this, I don't I don't like book this interview with you like months in advance. I say, hey man, you, you want to do some radio tonight? And you go, yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And it's well, and I have to be honest with you. In honor of uh of the Raz Radio, I did go buy a twelve pack of uh, Rebel IPA. <laughs> there, you there you go. See, he he knows exactly how it works. That's how I got a box of wine tonight. He's got a box of wine. I mean, I've got my beers flowing. Trust me, don't worry. That and I've got a little Tito's. Yeah, yeah, you got to have some Tito's every once in a while. So anyway, back to serious topic here. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. Well, I was going to ask him because I've I've been seeing some stuff that that um, people want to criminalize the uh, uh, the the when they talk bad about it. And and it's I think uh, Chuck Schumer is involved in that bill, and and I just want to know because I know you're kind of in, involved in that stuff. What do you think about that whole thing? Well, interestingly enough, uh, you know, Mon, Monweiss or Monweiss, whichever way you want to pronounce it, uh, they've done a great job at uh, you know calling things down the middle. You know, they're they're obviously not anti-Semitic. Uh, these this is a, a, a extremely um, I would say down the middle. 
uh, objective uh, um, website that's been around for a while. A lot of the people that write for it, uh, um, Peter Weiss and uh, many other people that write for it, have been ostracized uh, by APAC and the pro-Israel party and the the real you know uh, propagandists that have uh, controlled the American uh, political system you know for nearly a hundred years. So you know it, this is a, 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 a tremendous problem not only in the United States but in uh, in uh, in England and. Uh, obviously in Australia, they've they've talked about it in the Western world, and typically in the uh, um, in the British colonies. Uh, the uh, the it, I'll say aside from Malta, by the way, uh, when visiting Malta, a lot of these people really understand the impact of Zionism and how uh, the propaganda has really uh, you know, just uh, just overtaken uh, the Christian communities and uh, and overtaken the countries in which the uh, the pro-Israel sort of Hasbara you know propaganda network has been uh, extremely prolific. Don't ever uh, speak in, out in the 19th century. Don't ever speak what, what do out. Don't ever speak out about the evils of the of the Jewish state. I mean, they, that's not they the have, Jewish state. This has nothing to do with Jew, Judaism. Know, this being, is all about Zionism. This has more bad. to do. Right. This has more to do with uh, the Zionists that emerged out of uh, um, obviously out of uh, um, Ukraine, out of Odessa. This is, has a lot to do with the individuals uh, that were involved in the banking system alongside the Rothschilds. Uh, these are individuals who uh, you know the bankers control our country. This has nothing really to do with Jews or, or Christians or Buddhists or anything. This is a, these, right, are, right. these are financial people. That, that I, I agree with you 100%. And our politicians. I agree with you 100%. So, so, and, and one of the so questions – hold on, Dave. Hold on, hold on one sec. Uh, one of the questions I had, and I know this is, is fresh in the news, and this was a big thing that was going on last week. And since we're going down this route, I want to address this one quickly because I do have questions about it. The, the, the state of Jerusalem, um, the, the, the main temple there – uh, in between Palestine, uh, what's it called? The Temple Mount Al-Aqsa Mosque. Yes. It's a mosque. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And there's been a lot of uh, back and forth going on there. And I guess the the Palestinians actually won a battle against Israel with this whole this whole thing. From what I've seen, cause they have removed. The, I know that sounds weird to say that. <laughs> won a battle. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it is a kind of a battle. I like to see they, that they were fighting. <laughs> you know, well, a, a battle in a very small way. What are you talking way. about in the early 19th century? <laughs> Well, they were fighting to get the metal detectors removed and the cameras removed. They didn't want all, any of that there. And from what, what I've seen, battle won. <laughs> Thank God, I never got scanned at the airport again. <laughs> well, but you get my point, though, don't you? I no, mean, that's not a battle. One. Come well, on, that's what I'm mean, asking it, you. No, yeah, not at all. I mean, obviously, you know, when you talk about uh, um, the Temple Mount and these uh, fanatics and the uh, um, on the Judaism side, and obviously the fanatics on the uh, um, on the Islamic side, uh, there are people who um, are just so religiously dogmatic uh, on both sides of the coin here right. that it it just creates a, a tremendous. Uh, you know, there is no shortage of extremism. Uh, whether it's Christianity or, or Judaism or Islamic, uh, there's plenty of it to go around, and uh, and and nobody's uh, nobody's uh, um, uh, clean here. There, right. In fact, uh, unfortunately, the Christians and the, the and the Jews are far more dirty. I mean, uh, uh, they've played dirtier. They've overthrown more countries. You know, the Iranians have done nothing. Uh, the the Saudis have been more than more uh, uh, very cooperative puppets. The Turks even have been cooperative puppets as as Islamics uh, for the uh, the West. So you know, to say that uh, it's a fair playing field is uh, is a joke. I mean, people. Uh, George Galloway did a fantastic job. 
this week, just putting people in their place uh, in the uh, um, in the British uh, Parliament. He is one of the most outspoken and well versed uh, individuals in this uh, this arena, and he he, he just uh, he just it tore people uh, to shreds, you know, giving them the facts of what uh, um, the 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 imbalance of the West and how they've treated uh, the Palestinians. And obviously, you know, it's very akin to what the Americans did uh, to the, um, the, uh, the indigenous people of uh, North America. So it's, 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 it's very similar. The occupation of uh, Palestine is extremely similar to any country that has gone, uh, you know, in a um, an occupying force. Obviously, in more modern times, the, the, the knowledge of... Uh, of the, uh, um, I guess the events is easier to learn, and certainly we've never been, you know, uh, uh, you know, more knowledgeable about global events than we are today. You know, you could have you could have tricked anybody in the '60s. All you had to do is put Walter Cronkite on, and he, uh, maybe '70s, I might, but uh, Walter Cronkite was the was the the, the voice of God. Uh, to us because we had no other way to communicate to each other and I've said this before on your show if I wanted to call you and talk about it, it would have cost me five bucks a minute you know for your calling coast to coast and my dad would have beat me to death <laughs> so uh, you know it's a different day you know we communicate you know I, I, I get I get the chance to talk to people all over the world I've got a guy from Kazakhstan that wants to do an interview about geopolitical affairs in uh, um, Afghanistan and I'm like great man this guy's reaching out to me that's fantastic so uh, you know it, it's it's just the tremendous amount of uh, communications has just changed everything, and the individuals who run our media and run our, um, you know, our, our, you know, our thought process. And I've said this before on your show as well. Check out a, a, a documentary. It's called The Lottery of Birth. It tells you forget everything you learned because everything you learned was a lie based upon how your country wants to shape your opinion and use you as a tool. And that's how it is. I it's mean, social engineering, and they've been using it for years to control yeah, everybody's us. Everybody's doing it. it you, the town crier used to come to town and nail something on a post and to try to do it. So it's been happening for centuries, and it's in now it's more effective because people, you know, they you got to actually you, you got to kick yourself in the head to get outside the box, and, uh, and most people are not interested in doing that. They're they're going with the flow. Everybody goes with the flow. I don't care. The world's corrupt. I'm just going to make my buck and move on. Absolutely. Dave, what were you going to say there, buddy? Well, I'm actually kind of inundated with all this information. I wrote down the lottery of birth, but because now I want to go back a little bit, I just wanted you to define Zionism because I think people um, think Zionism is anti-Semitic or, you know, if you even mention that, you're, you hate Jews. Um, yeah, so if do. you can actually kind of um, – if you, if you could just expand upon Zionism and, and – and, either equate it to <laughs> hating Jews or not. No, absolutely not. It has nothing to do with Judaism at all in my book. Zionism is like capitalism or communism or, you know, some form of political movement. It was a, it was a, it was a political movement by a group of people who made ties with other people. And, hell, there's more um, uh, Christian Zionists than there are Jewish Zionists. I mean, I think in the United States, 
I think it's like 12 million uh, individuals uh, equate themselves with Judaism. But I would say there's probably 60 to 70 million that uh, equate themselves to Zionism on the Christianity side. So, you know, my parents are Zionists. Uh, um, um, uh, A lot of the people I know that are very, um, you know, uh, uh, religious based upon the evangelical um, sort of uh, teachings that came out in the United States are extremely Zionist. And they are Zionist based upon the teachings that they get in their churches and they've been raised upon. And, and these, these books that they are, they're following, like the King James was modified, so was the, uh, um, the Schofield Reference Bible. I actually go, I'm on record at the uh, um, uh, Georgetown University uh, for the Berkeley School of Law and Religion, asking, like, uh, you know, these are scholars uh, that have uh, tremendous amounts of influence in the the, the religious law um, discussions around the world. And I'm asking, I said, what influence do you think that the Schofield Reference Bible had on the evangelical movements in the United States in the early 1900s and the support for Israel? And they said, Tremendous. I said, this, they said the Scofield Reference Bible was actually modified to support the Zionist movement that came out of Odessa. And so, you know, the, 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 even the scholars understand this, but it's not the way it's taught. You know, there's, uh, I've, I've met tremendously uh, influential um, Zionist, uh, or I should say anti Zionist uh, um, uh, Jews in uh, Washington, D.C., who have uh, protested on, uh, you know, on a regular basis. Uh, I met them at a, um, uh, it was a uh, kill, uh, um, kill the deal or kill the Iran deal um, uh, rally on Capitol Hill. Uh, the last time I met uh, the rabbi, um, it was, um, uh, you had everybody there. Ted Cruz was there. Uh, Donald Trump was there. Shit, even the uh, um, the guys from Duck Dynasty were there, for God's sakes. And they had uh, all these uh, right-wing uh, ridiculous guys, you know, talking about the Iran deal. And uh, this was prior to the election. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, I tried, to, I tried to, like, reach some of these guys. But it, it, the whole crowd was filled with these, like, uh, you know, just... Uh, God, zombies. I mean, there were zombies, uh, you know, hating Iran. And that's the, the mentality. We live in a society of just some brainwashed, like, ridiculous people. And then at the, at the end of the, uh, um, uh, uh, I guess, on the other side of the street where they were allowed to protest, you had these, you know, uh, these probably 150, um, you know, uh, Hasidic Jews who were, protesting against this because they felt like you know zionism has hijacked our religion and we don't believe in what these people are doing and we also don't believe in the annexation of palestine if we're meant by god to get palestine back god will give this to us and you know these guys are 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 very um uh i would say uh, um uh, legitimate in my book i mean i actually i resonate with these guys and and obviously i don't understand their culture uh as much as i understand mine but my culture freaking me out i mean i'm looking at my people i'm talking to the people that that are in my country that speak my language and these uh and, and these people actually it's like it's like a bastion of like sanity that i don't really understand as much but uh um rabbi weisel's like uh he's 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 actually, you know, I got the chance to meet and talk with him and several of his his, uh, um, his uh, fellow um, uh, um, congregation and other rabbis. And I was like, wow, you know, you guys actually have a, you know, a legitimate uh, gripe here. You know, your 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 religion was hijacked. I, I've seen a lot of these 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 rabbis you speak of. The Hal- Halasenki, I think it is. is that how you say it, right? 
Hasidic? Hasidic. Hasidic. I, I never Helsinki's, can get Helsinki's, Helsinki's in Finland. Hasidic, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. these, these Hasidic Jews, though, right. but they are very much against the, the state of Israel. They are very much against the... The, uh, of what they're seeing, and you see them stand up, and they they get beat a lot. Even over in Israel, there's a lot of them over there that are yeah, they get have been assaulted in Israel. Yeah, as soon as they All start right. speaking out, yeah, they're 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 definitely being persecuted for their beliefs. So, so can you give us a rudimentary uh, reason why Zionism isn't good? Because honestly, I got to be honest with you, I don't know why. I don't know. Not that Scott, it isn't wait, good Scott, or wait, isn't, real fast before you give your educated answer because you're a lot more educated. I want to give the, the basic of my belief of why um, the way I understand Zionism is it's not a religion. It's a religion of itself. So what it does is it it, it moves into other religions and and uses the the following of that religion to guide people to do or move towards what the Zionistic state wants. And that's the way I perceive so, it. So, so is it like a fatwa? You know, is it, is it just taking nah. the worst of Is, of, is that of close, religion? Scott? Would you say that's a good way of looking at it or a good ex- explanation of it? I look at it as a political movement. Um, obviously, these were individuals like communism who had an agenda, or like communism, like capitalism, or, or Nazism, okay. or um, uh, you know, any kind of fascism. You know, I, I you but know, they I, use how religion. Many, how many? How many? Think about how few political. Is it democracy? No, it's not democracy. Is right. it uh, a republic? No, it's not a republic. It is a a group of people. Who made a plan? And by the way, a plan is a conspiracy. Let's just be clear here: a conspiracy is not a bad word. I mean, people conspired, made a plan to say, "Look, let's 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 see if we can work with these individuals to accomplish these tasks." And and they're like, "Okay, well, let's do that." And then they hooked themselves up and and hooked their wagon. Now, these were very intelligent people. These were people who. Um, were running ursery uh, for the Polish Empire when the old Polish Empire was, uh, you know, booming. You know, it was, uh, you know, almost uh, half to three quarters the size of Russia. I mean, and uh, you know, this was taken down, you know, over the centuries uh, by uh, several other empires, you know, including the Romans and the Prussians and so on. But these were, you know, when you're running uh, the banks. You know, for the empire, you know, obviously you have pretty good influence. You know, you know mm-hmm. who has the money. You know who's paying the taxes. So you got good connections. So when Zionism was spawned, you know, it was spawned by individuals who actually knew who the players were. So they're like, well, let's go out and meet these players and let's let's make something happen. And they did, and they were very successful. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, um, I'm not pushed against the success of Zionism. I'm pushed against the oppression of Zionism. The Zionism- rich shit dicks. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, when when you have people that are oppressing other people, you know, it it's you know somebody's paying for your um, comfort, you know. And I I don't want to I don't want to go through my life knowing that I um, shit dicks on people to get to get mm-hmm. a, you know to get uh, um, to get ahead. I want to I want to get ahead because. I was trying to be helpful and kind to somebody, and and when I did it, you know, we both prospered, or or I prospered and that person improved, you know, and that's and that's that uh, that's 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 the life I want to live. I don't want to live a life where I prospered and somebody else had to die for. So it. we know you've been traveling out of the state recently, out of the country recently. Our buddy here, Forto, Dave Cunningham, our buddy, buddy, buddy. You, we all know each other. We've all hung out. 
Uh, he's yeah. over in Guatemala now, and, and I know uh, he's experienced a lot of different things there, a, a different way of living, a different way of life, and it's kind of started to convince him uh, that that's not a bad way to live. And with your travels and, and with what he's experiencing, uh, what's your thoughts to people who are thinking about being expats or or, or leaving the country well, or, or different things I, like that? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I, what I want to know is what did you see differently? Because now I'm here three months uh, as of next week, and I've, wow. I see things way differently uh, you know, because I think things might be a certain way, but now that I'm here living it, um, I'm like Jesus Christ! Like every day that I'm here, I hate the the way the United States government is more and more. What have you seen traveling even further than I have uh, that kind of either supports or, or doesn't support something? Well, you know, other people are at the end of the stick. You know, the Americans actually, you know, when they say walk softly and carry a big stick we are the big stick i mean we've been the big mm -hmm. stick for a long time so you know they're at the end of the stick so they're you know they're, they realize you know that the american government you know a lot of people i talk to actually like trump they like the fact that there's a guy out there whipping things up you know they want they want to see you know uh things uh um they want to see bad people get hurt you know when jeff sessions is getting beat up they're like happy about it you know they's like oh good you know that jeff sessions guys he's probably not a good guy they don't know as much about jeff sessions as i do but, the, but they, they got to realize it's a wrestling match and this is something we've been seeing for for that's ever. funny it is like wwf that's a good way to put it <laughs> well i mean he has been in wwf before i he hired a guy's wife to be the head of our education <laughs> now for god's sake it's, it's a joke it really I mean, is a joke but most of the foreigners don't get it idiocracy the, is here my friend the devil is in the details and we get it as educated americans but most americans don't get it either it's scary it's it's it is scary the rest of the world doesn't really see it either they look at it you know they look at us like they looked at berlusconi berlusconi was a joke too but they liked him too scott records scott records speaking right here you know scott records from press tv uh, 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 uh press tv.com no, I'm trying to think the the veterans, <laughs> veterans for peace. You you've been involved veterans with that. Peace, I've always liked those guys. Yep, that's a big one you like to promote. Uh, you you speak out. You've been on many a different. I mean, you've been on all the mainstream channels. I'm pretty lucky. Those guys have taken care of me and they've given me an opportunity. And I'm not a Russian propagandist, by the oh, way. Oh, that's what I've heard, paid. Scott. You know, I never get paid. It's I'm all Russia's fault. No matter what CNN tells you, Brian Stelzer is wrong. I try to drive Brian, you down. Brian Stelzer won't even let me on his show. I he's, try to drive a, you Brian down. Stelzer, Brian Stelzer is a he's a coward. <laughs> I try to drive you down Brian conspiracies a all the coward. time. He's a young bald coward. And, and every time I try to. <laughs> Every time I try to drive you down a conspiracy, Brian Seltzer and I will beat him. I will beat him with a with a, anything that, that I can get my hands on. Uh, have you been to a CIA conference recently? I have not, but I got to go last year. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, well, I, I, and I, 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 you know, one thing that I've done recently, you know, I, I went to Croatia, and uh, Croatia obviously it was. Yeah, Dave wants to get into this, so yeah, that's really important. I love it. Now, I got to tell you, these guys in Croatia, everybody in that country's got OCD. Everything there is perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's like Switzerland for God's sakes. And and but without the uh, um, uh, the uh, um, I guess the prostitution cash flow. <laughs> so 
The, <laughs> well, Dave's got the prostitution cash flow, that's for sure. He's been seeing that going across <laughs> yeah. at, at where he's at. He started business in Guatemala. <laughs> he keeps trying to get me down there to do that. Maybe that's, Are you trying to get me into a prostitution house, Dave? No, no, no. I just want to own the bar across the street from the prostitution house. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we can make deals with them, though. There's no government you know, I, involvement. I, so I have, a, I have a question. Who's the other caller? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's just somebody listening in. It's Bubba Light. Okay. You know Bubba Light? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, you've met All Bubba right, Light, so I think. He's just, he's just listening in. Yeah, All right. So, um, so, Scott. Yes, sir. Uh, so now that you've traveled abroad a little bit over the last, uh, Jesus Christ, when did you come home? Yesterday? I came home Sunday. It was, uh, it was a long drive from Miami after a 15 hour flight. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I did not like that. Right, I, was, I was one eye opened uh, coming up 75. <laughs> what, did, what did you take away from Oh, you just got experience? home yesterday? Uh, Today's Sunday. Tuesday. Two days ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Two days ago. This yeah we do a show on Tuesday not some not Monday yeah um, I, I get confused so sometimes. what 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 is Scott seriously what is your takeaway uh, having spent some time over there because I, I I like the fact that you went to Croatia because I own uh, my favorite gun is a Springfield Armory um, oh yeah XD nine which which actually started in Croatia and uh, I think it's better than a Glock and that, that's just the gun it talk is. thing um, but but I, the pictures that you showed that you posted were fucking beautiful they're better than where I'm at you I know? gotta tell you it's uh, it's 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 the it's the most fabulous country I've ever visited in my life I've been all over the world I've been in Asia I've been South America I haven't been in Central America but I've been uh, um, all over Europe uh, um, I've lived in Greece uh, for a long time and mm -hmm. it, it's 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 clean these people build roads better than the Germans uh, they have mm -hmm. uh, homes that are uh, cleaner than the Swiss uh, it's just uh, I felt like I had a personal butler every time I checked into a hotel I mean these guys were fantastic I mean I I, 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 I got to tell you I've never been treated better by anybody and on the planet and uh, and people that uh, I told these stories to said wait till you go to Montenegro so I was like that's my next stop. I was Montenegro. like, wow. Mm. I was like, really? I mean, I've been I treated that well in Croatia. They said Montenegro is better. And I was like, wow, I can't wait. So I, I, I got to tell you, the, everybody in the country has OCD. Everything is so clean. I, you know, you go to get a cup of coffee uh, uh, at the hotel. And, you know, you get your cappuccino made and somebody comes up and wipes it after you get the cappuccino. And then the next person comes up. You go to a, um, a park to uh, um, uh, you know, enjoy the uh, waterfalls or something like that that they have there, and you go to use the public restroom at the park, somebody comes in and cleans the bathroom right after you use it for the next person. I mean, I was like, what? I was like, Jesus, where, where do they find all these people? Now, there's only 4.5 million people in the, in the country. 4.5 million is a small country, and 10% of those people just left after they joined the EU to go make money and bring back to their country. These are very industrious, uh, um, very, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, loyal, um, just tremendously uh, – I, I was impressed. These are the most impressive people I've seen on the planet. The Croatian right. people are amazing. So, so my next question is, what's the cost of living? And, and, and all right, keep it's in mind, very Montes similar to the U.S. except for the whole the housing. Housing is actually cheaper, and the gas is is more expensive. But that's it. But the, everything else is very similar, uh, except right, for so, wine. So wine. It's extremely cheap. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the wine is really cheap and really good. 
Got to get oh, a right, good so, wine. Right. Wine's even cheaper in Malta. <laughs> all right. So how long were you? Oh, so, how long were you out of the country for? Like just were, two weeks. Just, just two. How weeks. Many, and to, how many countries did you travel to in those two weeks? Just three. I went to uh, Malta, uh, uh, Rome, which, by the way, uh, very much like New York, a bunch of uh, very rude bastards. And <laughs> rude then, Italians, uh, I mean, you can say. Yeah, rude Italian bastards. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> rude Roman bastards. <laughs> and then uh, Croatia, uh, the total opposite. Um, obviously, I had to put up with Roman bastards, but uh, very, uh, um, very in- intelligent, extremely intelligent, actually. Uh, in uh, in both uh, um, Croatia and Malta, I found these people to be highly enlightened, uh, very well informed, and uh, um, have uh, you know uh, just uh, just a very objective uh, opinions, uh, just uh, highly informed objective opinions. I was like, wow, wow, I wish this would happen in my country. You know, why are so, we so yeah. stupid here in America? Like, why it's. It's our books. I mean, that lottery of birth says everything. It's our books. It's, it's, it's how we're taught as kids and then what we see on TV and, you know, where we waste our time uh, on our, uh, um, you know, our sports and entertainment, you know, at the bread and circus. By the way, I did go to the Coliseum. I saw the Roman Forum. That would be cool you to know, see. These guys were magnificent. You know, the, the politicians, just like today, the politicians were paying for the animals to be slaughtered. They were paying for the, um, the people to uh, um, uh, fight each other. And they were also, uh, you know, basically killing guys like Sean and I and Dave uh, because we were speaking out against them. Uh, you know, we were being eaten naked alive by animals. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's funny when you say that because if we were to put the three of us, right – the three of us speak out about many a different things, but we, the three of us, don't agree really on many things. Like we agree right. on a few. We yeah. we agree on a few, you know. But there's things, Scott, that you and I don't agree on. Dave, there's things you and I don't agree on. Chemtrails, uh, mm-hmm. and there's things, Scott. I'm sure you and Dave don't agree on. So it's. I don't know. I mean, I I I've had I've had I've resonated with most of the things that uh, you guys have said. I mean, we've talked pretty well, pretty. Uh, um, I guess. But, but the- but the point is, we have differences of opinion, and and we I think love that's each just a matter. Of, that. I, think, I think that's just a matter of. Uh, that's more more or less just a lack of time we spent together. Oh no, well, no, Dave and I definitely have differences of opinions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, but I believe geoengineering's me. going on, and he doesn't. So we definitely have a very very strong difference of opinion there. Hmm. Right. Right. But but I love him just the same, and you know, like I and, well, obviously, anybody, I mean, I have to agree with Dave. There are there are uh, there are pieces of equipment that can, can modify clouds, right? right the, the Air Force no, has. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that now. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to hear what Scott. No, wait, wait, Scott, go ahead. I, the because we, has it. I know guys that work uh, uh, those. Because the rest of the show, <laughs> the, 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 the guys, the guys that I knew in the Air Force, they worked on those planes. I knew those guys. That was their job. Two. They were out. They were out feeding clouds with chemicals. What chemicals? They had different chemicals. I, I wasn't. I, it wasn't my MOS. Uh, it wasn't my uh, um, my specific. Right. They uh, were his um, drinking uh, buddies, so he doesn't know. They were but... my drinking buddies. Do you think we cared about that? We were chasing tail and watching, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, Pat Benatar so playing it's... little clubs in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, but so he, and, see, and these guys know. would take a steak out of the refrigerator they had in there two months and said it made it aged. I was like, I don't know if I'd eat that. <laughs> Uh, this was what the 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 mid eighties, early eighties, early eighties. I'm old. 
Oh, you're not that old. I mean, I've hung out with you, Scott. Come on. I love you, man. I, I think I'm older <laughs> I love than you. Too. Who loves who loves who loves Sean Raz better than me? Oh, you're you're my buddy. <laughs> you know, you I do love you. We're gonna be traveling through the, the that area here uh, next week. We're going on Boom, vacation. We're going. Well, I got an extra room. My daughter will be in it, but don't sleep with her. <laughs> I don't think my wife would like that very much. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wouldn't go over it. Yeah, no. Well, we're going up to Jenny Springs, and then we're going over to the oh. Florida Caverns. And then we're coming down to, to go to Legoland with the kid. Nice. And then we'll be going down to my uh, to Naples. So maybe in between we could do lunch or dinner or something. Absolutely, man. I'm uh, I'm 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 sitting on the bay right now. I'm looking at Tampa sitting Bay and on the dock of the bay. No, I'm sitting on. Wait, the wait. Bay. So so <laughs> so I got to ask you a question, Scott. What's the temperature? Because I spent 13 years in Tampa Bay. It's What's hot. The temperature it's right fucking now? hot. Yeah. It's been hot, dude. And it's you. Right. So but it has a right, rain. So now, it's those chemtrails are raining like all year. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to extol all the virtues of here in Lake uh, Atlan, uh, Guatemala. It does not go over like 78 degrees all fucking year. Are you in the oh. mountains or something? Yeah, it's on the I'm, fi- I'm f- 5,200 feet up in the air. If I could nice. turn my camera around, I'm looking at three fucking volcanoes, right? Nice. Uh, there are seven that actually And he's right on, on a lake. lake. He's literally right yeah. on this big old lake. So. No chemtrails. Uh, it's very cloudy. No. You had chemtrails the other day. That's not a true. Hey, there's no fluoride in your water. <laughs> there, there's definitely no fluoride in his water. Yeah, but there are a lot of amoebas in my water. <laughs> I'd rather amoebas than fluoride. At least amoebas can filter out. Fluoride can't. Oh, yeah. that, that, that might help with the weight the weight gain issues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, that tapeworm uh, really you know helps you lose some weight. I killed that weight tapeworm <laughs> with the amoebas from Guatemala. <laughs> Just today, I was actually thinking, I was like, I might, because, you know, in Florida, we we, uh, we know of the snowbirds. They come down here in the in the good time, and they go back up uh, in the bad times. I'm going to be the uh, the heat bird. I'm going to go, f- I'm going to spend my life mostly in Florida, but I'm going to come here uh, come May and come back in uh, October uh, to avoid all the fucking heat that's in Florida. Hey, Dave, you got to... You got to buy that weekender I found. I found a 30, 30 foot weekender uh, with a, a straight drive, inboard engine, straight drive motor. And I, that would be perfect for you to go from here to there. No, 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 no. You don't understand. If I were to go anywhere like uh, Rio Dolce or Livingston, that is uh, zero f- foot, uh, zero feet above uh, sea level. It's fucking hot down there. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's the, that's, the, be, that's the east coast of Guatemala. Doesn't matter, because I'm I'm a couple hundred miles south of of the well, I'm closer to the equator than you are. But because I'm in the mountains, uh, it's it's cool all year round. Right. Yeah. You seriously, it is fantastic. The weather here is fantastic. Uh, and I, I'm gonna become. I I don't care what. I don't know what's gonna happen for the rest of my life, but I'm coming here every fucking summer. I don't blame you. I mean, it, it's been hot, dude. It, it, working out there this year has been uh, excruciating. I mean, it, it it really has been rough. I've been drinking so much water. I pee more so much because I'm drinking so much that I'm actually overloading my system just because it's so yeah. stinking hot. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. I'm 49 years old, right? I, I've lived in New York for 35 years. I lived in Florida for 13 years, right? I don't know if that the 
uh, math adds up. But uh, I've dealt with <laughs> it I've does. dealt with heat. That's waves. great math, there, Dave. I've dealt with heat waves in 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 New York. I've you know I've dealt with you know from June first to fucking September fifteenth. It's fucking hot as balls in Florida. It's seventy eight degrees here. I'm wearing you know cut off t shirt. I I have to wear a fucking when I go out for a walk in the morning six thirty in the morning. I got to put a sweatshirt on. And you don't keep, have to you know, put up with any hillbillies from North Carolina. That's awesome. No, no, <laughs> no we got Man. enough of that. Trust me, we we've got more right. than enough of that here. Scott, I don't have to because it's they call it the eternal spring here, right? Because it, it, it's always between sixty-eight and seventy-five degrees, right? There's no heat. There's no air conditioning, right? There are power outages in this town that I don't even realize, right? <laughs> because let's just say I'm watching a video on my. Laptop, right? The laptop's got battery backup, and the 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 the, 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 the movie keeps going. Um, I was in a fucking earthquake. I was in two earthquakes down here. <laughs> Calm down, right? Dave. Jesus Christ, you're gonna blow a fucking nut or something. Well, the first the first earthquake I was it was one thirty in the morning. I was laying in my bed. It scared the shit out of me. Right, the second earthquake was six thirty in the morning. I'm at my computer, fucking on Facebook. Didn't even lose connectivity. Right. Um, I fucking love this place. The earthquakes I don't imagine. even scare me anymore. That's awesome. So what what was the what was the uh, inspiration to go into Guatemala? It was the only well, one that would take I, them. It's the only country that would allow them to come here. <laughs> <laughs> they heard about them. They said, "Oh no, you you come here. That's it. The only place." Anybody that's been listening to the first fifty-two for any length of time knows my first thing was Honduras. As a matter of fact, Honduras. Frank Castle Camp wrote Jones, a song. Frank Castle wrote a line in one of his songs about me, about moving to Honduras. Um, uh, I changed it to Guatemala because Guatemala is one of the only three uh, countries on the planet that in their um, governing documents has uh, the freedom to own guns. Secondly, like I just talked to my um, lawyer. starting to sound a lot like a Republican, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I just like guns, okay? As a New Yorker. I loved when I moved to Florida. I got to own guns. Right? <laughs> uh, so I just talked to my lawyer. I, it's going to cost me $1,700 to become a citizen down here. We're probably $17,000 in the United States. Right? Yeah. Now I'm going to have dual citizenship. Now I'm going to have a Latin American passport. If, if, if the United States government decides to turn my fucking uh, passport off, I could still travel the world on this other um, passport. Right? And that, that's, that's worst case scenario. Best case scenario, I come down here. My fucking dollar goes a long way. I go to the I go to the bar. Uh, shots of tequila cost five Q. It's sixty eight cents mm. for a shot of tequila. Okay, um, so it's if seven bucks, going, it's seven bucks in Dunedin. Well, <laughs> hold on, Forto, Forto. I got, I got, I got, I got to just tell you this. Except Honduras, with the man called Forto Jones. There it is. There's the there's the lyric. Um, so anyway. I come down because I've been talking shit for five fucking years that I gotta go. I'm going to Latin America, so finally come here, and it's better than I thought it would be. Um, th- there's pluses and minuses of of having anarchy. They fucking light up fireworks at four o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the morning. Um, Wait, that was backwards. You just place. went the total wrong direction on that one, Dave. You said from five o'clock in the morning to two o'clock in the morning. That really was. <laughs> see, the, well, it's starting you. to affect them. See that? See that? They, uh, um, Scott is starting to affect them. You know, the good thing about that is he's bending time. That's <laughs> he is. We, maybe we, if we could learn how to bend time, we could fix a lot of the problems. I mean, that's Shut really the, the technology we need is bending of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dogs shit in the street all over the place. They don't, Shut they have the dog not, up. 
<laughs> I, right, exactly. Uh, the, the roosters and dogs bark so much and uh, that you don't even notice it anymore. You got barking roosters uh, down there. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of the famous Guatemalan barking rooster? <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a dick. Uh, you're a dick. <laughs> The barking rooster. You know, on, uh, on the barking rooster, I got to promote some stuff here. Four toes. We ought to just call him barking rooster. That's, that's, it. that's your new name. <laughs> We're going to get rid of the four-toed moniker, and you are now the barking wait, rooster. Wait. That, that, is a, that will be a great band name, the barking rooster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Are you, you guys, somebody take it. I don't give a shit. All right. Uh, following me here on the D, we got E's, B's, and Beats. Uh, if you like hip-hop, if you like, you know, DJs just spinning some beats, Check that out on the D. Uh, Raz Radio, uh, just some replays coming. Uh, and then on, uh, on Radio Confluence, you've got Gorilla Radio coming up after that. So I just want to make sure I, you know, I've, I've been trying, Dave, you're the one that told me I had to really try to help the other stations promote. So I'm trying to do that, you know. I'm doing what you asked. Yeah, you, that, you, you should. You know, know all the stations that were broadcast on and promote the shit out of them because that's what they do to you. That's right. Yeah, they, that's I saw you do that on your tweets today. I saw you, uh, Putting uh, bubble love sponge out there and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know you got to tag everybody. Oh, speaking of bubble love sponge, you know I, I got to be honest. I love the Bubba Army. I've been Bubba Army for uh, six, seven, eight years easily, and I, I, I'm disappointed in the response for the Steves. You know, for 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 Pantera, we, we need to get really? some more. Yeah, I, I, you know we've we've seen some some hits there, but he needs some help. I mean, we should be helping this gentleman out he, he's been there for a year he's such a nice great, guy exactly I, I i don't know how many times you've met him but i met him a couple of times i've hung out with him a couple of times uh such a nice fucking guy yeah uh oh yeah uh i've donated to him um i've, I've actually well i've visited him a couple of times and made him some money <laughs> you know why <laughs> i'm gonna see him on friday so but anyway i just right, want right. to make sure people understand that this is not this is not a guy scamming. This is this is somebody that we should be helping, and, and mm. I, I think everybody should step up. He's got a uh, I forget the kind of epilepsy. Patri- uh, oh, oh, here it is. He yeah. has a localization related partial sim- symptom symptomatic epilepsy, and he had to leave his job. He couldn't do his job anymore. He lost his license, and, and he needs help. He's trying to get disability, but Dave can tell you how hard it is. Two fucking years it took me to get disability, and and all you got to do is take a DNA test. I mean, my my disability is proven, and it took me two fucking years. And same with him. He's he's been diagnosed, medically diagnosed. He was in the hospital, Scott, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. He was in ICU because he was having such severe seizures that he could not breathe. Mm. And he's having a struggle getting disability. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, imagine, uh, imagine single payer. Yeah, no kidding. Imagine the uh, uh, the bills that uh, that he's uh, accruing. So it's a it's a it's a it's a really ridiculous system we have. You know, I I always like to say this way: if you get anything with healthcare in this country, one thing I like always like to go back to, and you know, I don't like the guy Michael Moore is kind of a weirdo, but uh, the um, the sicko um, documentary put out was actually pretty good. And one of the things that uh, was enlightening for me is when he talked about um, Ronald Reagan when he made that 78 LP 
uh, for the AMA, and they they basically boosted it around the country and made everybody sit around and listen to this thing, talking about how horrible it would be for the Americans to have a national health care. We'd become communist when, in fact, uh, England was doing it, France was doing it, uh, Tommy Douglas in, uh, um, in Canada was the most uh, reveled man in the history of Canada for doing it, Singapore was doing it, many countries around the world were doing it post-World War II, but unfortunately uh, they took a, a Hollywood actor and turned him into a governor, and, uh, and then, then a president. Oh my God! And then a president. And who uh, sold a lot CIA, of cocaine? But the but the CIA is a sidekick, and they <laughs> definitely got into the cocaine and heroin trade like nobody's uh, business. So it, yeah, this is a uh, this is a sad you know uh, epitaph of uh, the American Empire. You know, the American Empire has uh, basically uh, screwed its own people and uh, created one of the worst uh, mafias in the history of medical. And Dave, what um, would you say about empires? All empires what? Fail. But, but, but here's the thing. He said the worst mafia. Mafias actually, they will, they will actually, if you pay them for protection, they'll fucking protect you. Not uh, the government. Well, that's not true. Well, we'll figure it out next time we all talk together. Scott, Scott Rickard, my, my good friend, Press TV, Veterans for Peace, uh, just PressTV.com. Well, <laughs> most people know PressTV.com, Dave. Just it's so. Iranian news, and by the way, it's the CNN of Iran. It's not bad. I mean, these guys do a pretty good job comparatively. And you've been other places, although you've been banned from Fox News, CNN, and, and all the other places. Banned. <laughs> not even invited. <laughs> you're, you're just you're not banned from Raz Radio, my friend. You know you're always welcome here. You're always invited to come join I'm us the, and have some fun. I'm in, I'm in my happy place. <laughs> Scott, I got, I got to be honest with you, Scott. You're my fucking favorite guest. You're the only oh, one that I kind of listen to. In, 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 I, like, I don't even like look out the window. I listen to you. I hear what you're saying, and I ask questions, and you're my favorite guest. Not only that, I like to party with you, too. <laughs> you're, you are a fun guy to party with, brother. I'm coming to Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen, sit tight. If you want to chat some more, give me a couple minutes. Let me wrap it all up here. Guys, you've been listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio for the Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio, and the D, Disruption Networks. We will be back in two and a half weeks for some more live radio. Make sure you guys tune into all those stations and see what they're doing because everybody's doing something that is just incredible. It's free media. It's 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 private media. It's just fucking listen. All right, love you guys. Be safe. I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life, now's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best.
With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Let me go waiting inside 